Good morning, good morning. God bless you. God bless you this morning. God bless the Most High God. This is December 1st, and welcome to the prayer line. This is Bishop Smith, and we're excited that you are on the line with us this morning. We want to say good morning to God, our Father, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, who is the safe guide to every born-again child of God. I want to say good morning to all of the saints of the Most High God on the line. Good morning to our church family, New Destiny. Good morning to the universal body that is on the line this morning, wherever you're calling in from. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the line with us this morning. We're going to open, I'm going to go ahead and open up in prayer now, and then I'll introduce uh, those who will be with us, who will be sharing on the prayer line. Dear Heavenly Father, we honor you today. We bless you. We magnify you. The fruit of our lips, giving thanks and praise because you alone are our Redeemer. We do not take that lightly that you have redeemed us. You've saved us. You've justified us. And so, Father, we thank you for justification that leads to sanctification. So you've been a blessing to us, Father. And, Father, we just thank you this morning because we are in the land of the living when so many are at this particular season that we're in. Father, you saw fit to wake us up one more day. And in these things, we give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. I thank you, Father, this morning for every person who prayer requests will, Lord God, come into your throne room. I thank you. You are just judge, and you will bring their petition unto them. Come together in faith and release our faith concerning every prayer request that will be prayed, whether it's prayed over this line or it's prayed by anyone privately that is on this line. We set ourselves in agreement according to your divine will at as it has been written, may it manifest itself in their life according to their faith in Jesus' name. And so we have with us this morning Sister Tracy George, and Sister Tracy George will be doing our prayer request. Sister Tracy George, how are you this morning? I'm well, Bishop. How are you this morning? I am doing well also. Pastor Adrian and myself, we're doing well. I'm glad to know that you're doing well. And so we have with our special guest this morning, Apostle Amos Benefield from Fort Lauderdale from the Kingdom Worship Center. Pastor Benefield, how are you? I'm doing absolutely awesome this morning, Bishop. Thank you so much. All right. Okay, awesome. Awesome. Come on. All right. So, well, you're doing awesome, so I know you're going to do an amazing job this morning. And so we thank God for you, and we say good morning also to your lovely wife, Yoshi. Thank you. 
We just thank God for you all. And so without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to give him the time that he needs to share the revelation with us this morning. So you all, hey, let's buckle up and let's get ready to go, Apostle Benefield. Praise God. Praise God to all of you. And I just want to say God bless you and uh, good morning to all of you. What a pleasure it is to greet you all and have this opportunity on this lifeline with you, New Destiny. I want to thank you, Bishop, for that. Well, this morning's devotion will be taken from Ecclesiastes 9 and 11, which says these words, I've seen something else under the sun. The race is not to the swift or the battle to the strong, nor does food come to the wise or wealth to the brilliant or favor to the learned, but time and chance happen to them all. And this morning's devotion is going to be just that, the ending clause, time and chance happens to them all. The writer of Ecclesiastes, who appears to be Solomon, emphasizes uh, on how quickly passing, uncertain, and even unfair this life can be. Um, and that normally what the world seeks is vanity. However, the writer is not communicating this from a negative perspective on life, but to stress how important it is to live for values that are eternal and, and to uh, not to just be living for earthly pleasures and goals. By choosing the, the latter alternative, people will be sorely disappointed, not only after this life is over, but even during their life experience here on earth. Because choosing the pleasures of this world over the contentment and peace that comes from having a personal relationship with the creator of the universe through his son, Jesus Christ, will only leave you void of peace, frustrated, and in consistent disappointment. This reminds me of the three C's of life, choices, chances, and changes. You see, you must make the choice to take the chance if you want anything in life to change. Ecclesiastes 9 and 11 illustrates how life sometimes is just unfair. The race is not given to the fastest uh, uh, battles are, uh, are, are not always given to the strongest warriors, and, and masteries are not always uh, given to the wisest of men. As a matter of fact, no one gives you anything in life. <laughs> However, time and chance, happens to all of us. And at the same time, time and chance are things sometimes no no one, I mean, none of us really know about or can control and often ends up resulting in things we do not understand. I mean, sometimes we don't understand why certain things happen in our lives. And I might add, at the same time, what we do with time and chance has to do with how we apply ourselves during uh, appointed times and seasons in our lives. These two, time and chance, are so important to living life by God's design and timetable. The Hebrew definition of the word chance means opportunity, occasion, break, or occurrence. 
And the word time in Hebrew is the word eth, the word eth, E-T-H, which means time or season. However, it is best defined for us, really, uh, in the Greek words uh, chronos and kairos. Chronos time, if you will, is time in chronological order. But kairos time is a time when conditions are right for a accomplished meant of a crucial action. It is the opportune and divine decisive moment. Let me say that again. A kairos moment is the opportune and divine decisive moment. Together these words present a picture uh, not of just random occurrences, but right happenings that are depending on the Lord's orchestration or what I would like to call his divine setup. The race is not given to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. And men's wisdom can be found in men's wisdom. Let, let me say this. Uh, I thought about this. Can be found in the heart of a fool. However, God's wisdom will cause us to prosper within the window of time that he has ordained destiny in our lives. Beloved, life is not a sprint. It, it, it's a it's a it's a marathon, and through diligence and spiritual discernment, you can su- succeed in this life not by man's standards, but but on God's terms. Psalms ninety and twelve says, "So teach us to number our days." I feel the power of God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh God, I thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you for this life. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Breathe on this line now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Oh, God, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's to teach us to number our days. Thank you, Father, that we may apply. Translation says, help us to remember that our days are numbered and help us to interpret our lives correctly. Set your wisdom deeply in our hearts. Amen. Well, beloved, time and change for us is, is, is not just about destiny, but that we may walk in divine destiny, that we may experience new destiny. <laughs> Because we know that nothing happens by mere circumstance, but by God's divine providence. And it is he who orchestrates and determines his deliberate decisions and intentional plans in our lives from above. Let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you that our times are in your hands. And like the sons of Issachar, Lord, we ask for the understanding of the times and seasons that we might be syncopated to your divine will and purposes. Help us not to miss our window of opportunity and that time and chance happens to all of us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much, Bishop. In Jesus' name. Wow. Wow. At this time, with no delay, we're going to allow Sister Tracy George to 
Um, and we're just going to continue to flow. We'll be back and unpack this revelation a little bit more. Sister Tracy George. Yes, this morning we pray for Mrs. Latanya Whitaker. Um, this morning, Wednesday, December 1st, she will have surgery on her left knee to repair torn, torn tissues. Um, the family and friends are believing and trusting God that she will require uh, that she will not require a knee replacement once the knee is open. They're praying that each uh, surgeon and medical team be guided by the mercy of God, um, starting with the procedure. Father God, we come to you. We pray. We ask the Holy Spirit to go before Latanya um, to cover her with the blood of Jesus, to be around about her as she goes through this knee surgery. Holy Spirit, have your way in this matter. Give LaTanya courage, strength, and encouragement as she goes through this surgery. We believe and trust for a miracle for her knees to be repaired to its original state for what it was created for. We pray that recovery time will be quick and efficient. You are the great physician, so we ask you and stand in agreement with her family and friends that you are supporting her that are supporting her in prayer to seal these prayers in the blood of Jesus. Father, we pray God's mercy and grace go before her, and we stand in agreement with her as she goes through this procedure. Anoint the doctors to conduct this surgery. Pray, Lord, you cover her and protect Latanya. Heavenly Spirit, Heavenly Father, we and Holy Spirit, we thank you for your ever-present help in time of trouble. Bless Latanya as she goes undergoes surgery. Your word says you will never leave her nor will you forsake her and that you will always be with her. Greater are you that's in her than he that is in this world. Father, we just thank you and praise you. We pray Psalms 107 and 20 over Latanya. You sent your word and healed her, so we send the word to Latanya right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray for the surgery to go well. We pray for Latanya to have peace. God, heal and restore her in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray that Latanya will rest in your promises of health and wholeness and restoration. Latanya will lean back into your love and rest into your protection as she undergoes this operation. May Latanya sink into your peace as the surgeons work on her. Let your Holy Spirit be ever-present with her in the name of Jesus. Um, This is another prayer request that um, actually... Um, December 1st, this is the day the Supreme Court will hear oral arguments in the Dobbs and Jackson's women's health case in support of saving uh, pre-born children. Father, we just pray right now for the nine Supreme Justices to have courage, wisdom, and grace. We pray for the attorneys involved in this oral argument to give them peace and courage and stamina. We ask you, Heavenly Father, to have your way in the court system. We know, Father, that um, abortion is not of you. We thank you, Father, that you reign and you rule, and we pray that the Spirit of God will move in this court hearing. Have your way, Holy Spirit, on this day. We thank you, Lord God, for all the other the prayer partners that are praying in agreement with that you reign supreme and that you will reign supreme in this situation and that you will do away with uh, abortion clinics, Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father, to have your way. Nothing is too difficult for you. And we rest in you knowing and believing, Father, that you will hear our prayers and that you, God, you reign and you prevail. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. 
Amen. We declare this morning that every prayer request shall become a praise report in the name of Jesus. You know, church, our nation and our world needs much prayer. So much going on at um, one time. If you um, take a moment, and I know a lot of times people don't listen to the news, but uh, sometimes you, you just probably need to, to try to understand or see what's going on around the world. But there's so many things happening. People are dying um, by record numbers. And so this has been um, a week of death um, on a lot of different levels. And it's an indication that this is a transition season. Something's dying, someone's dying, and things are being birthed. And so we have to be sensitive. And I want to tell you, be cautious also. There's new variants out and all these different types of things. I just really believe we're not to live our life in fear, but we are also to be wise. Even as the devotion was given from King Solomon this morning by Apostle Benefield, did a wonderful job. You know, there, there, there's times and seasons for all things. And as Solomon tells us, uh, he, he gives us various scenarios of, Uh, people who can run greatly, people who are great at battle, people who are, you know, um, wise and rich and skillful, and all those things. And Solomon said those things doesn't matter, one person having skill over another person, one person being wiser than another person, another person having more wealth than another person. He said those things don't matter at the end of the day. The key is time and chance happens to them all. And so I believe the most critical thing in life is preparation time. Since time and chance will happen to us all, the most critical thing is preparation time. Preparation. When you understand this scripture, that's key. Because preparation time is never wasted time. It's never wasted time. Preparation is an indication that you have an expectation that you're going to have an opportunity. You're going to have your chance. You're going to have your chance. That's why you prepare. Um, When I was younger, in my um, um, early 20s, actually I was probably about 19, 19 and 20 up in there, I was... uh, what you call a prep cook. A prep cook is a cook that prepares food long before those who are coming to eat the food show up. And the only reason you need a prep cook is because the establishment, the restaurant, if you will, had an expectation of guests showing up. And so the preparation is your expectation that you will eventually have your opportunity. And that's why I said preparation time is never wasted time. Preparation plus opportunity will always equal success. 
preparation plus opportunity will always equal success. Opportunities opportunities come in uncommon seasons and often in times of crisis. I'm going to say that again. Opportunities, you have to see it, comes in uncommon seasons and often in times of crisis. Remember, I said this Sunday, maybe God allows the crisis so that potential can discover its purpose. So that potential can discover its purpose. Because I'm preparing myself, I'm preparing myself. Here's what Apostle Benefield shared with us. Because I'm preparing myself, I'm preparing myself for something. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch my choices, knowing that I'm gonna have a chance, and the chance is gonna bring about a change. You see, the things we do here, as we sow ourselves into things. So ourselves into things. It's not always, um, or let me put it this way, our preparation time is not all about worldly gain. It's also about life eternal. We're preparing for a prize. We're preparing for a reef that will not wither. And that's why Paul says, that we have to buffet our bodies and we have to handle our body roughly so that when we get to the end, we will not ask to step aside, count it as perfect. And so that's key. So it's not just about worldly gains. No, also, it's also about life eternal, our heavenly gain. Because what we do now will determine our reward over into glory. So these things are key. You can't just focus all on this world and, 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 and you know trying to you know grab things and become whatever. But I really believe with all my heart we have to understand the potential that lies dormant in us and discover God's plan for our life. What is it about? It's all about timing. It's about being in the right place at the right time. It's about understanding the seasons that you're in and also seizing the moment. You have to seize and you begin to understand, this is my opportunity. Because we all, if you haven't had your opportunity yet, seems like people have gone out before you and been able to accomplish whatever, you just keep living and you hold on. You're going to have your opportunity. But in between now and then, what do you do? Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Because that's where a lot of people miss it. They, they have poor preparation Poor preparation equals poor performance. Always make sure you prepare yourself for what you believe the Lord is going to allow you to have an opportunity. Before we come to a close today, on December 1st, can you believe it? 
December 1st, before we come to a close, I want to circle back to Apostle Benefield and see if he has any closing remarks. Well, thank you so much, Bishop. Sure. Sure. I'll tell you, um, well, time and chance are two major tools that every person needs to work out their divine destiny in life. You know, everything works within the structure of time and chance. Time is what offers chance the opportunity to work within the capacity of life. This is also about preparation time, um, which, as uh, Bishop said to us, is never wasted time. And I just want to echo that from him. Hear me. In order to succeed in life, you need to know how to obey the law of time. How? and when to move within its window. Jesus uh, understood and taught us this in John 7 and 6, where even he obeyed the law of time and seasons. Jesus said, my time of being unveiled hasn't yet come, but any time is a suitable opportunity for you to gain man's approval. Now, now hear this. Hear this part because you want to understand this. Don't miss your Kairos moment because you've allowed people to waste your time or because you did not use it wisely. Let me conclude by saying that the knowledge of time and chance will give you the knowledge of creating space where you make more room for God. And as you make more room for God, it will open up even more spiritual capacity so that divine chances and opportunities that you have around you will eventually find its way to you. Thank you so much, Bishop, for this awesome opportunity to share this morning. Thank you for sharing with us this morning. It's um, You've been a blessing. Sister Tracy George has been a blessing to us. Uh, these things are key, especially where we are right now. We don't have time to waste. And that's why I said, Sunday, don't let people just waste your time. Don't let people talk to your face that just going to waste your time because time is life's currency. So don't allow people to waste your time. Either people are taking from you or adding to you. I like to say either they're assets or liabilities, one or the other. And you, and you know when people waste your time because when you're done or they're done getting whatever they come to get from you, you're drained. It's like you have nothing left. And so you we, we have to be careful with that. I like to be productive with life. In every case, everything I do, I'm trying to make sure every person that I come in contact with, they benefit from us spending time together. So that's you sowing into people's life, you reaping um, from, you know, your conversations or what have you with people. And it's key. It's key because we do not have time to waste. We're all trying to discover. That's what life is about. It's about discovery of your identity, the purpose of God for your life. Because I don't want to transition with the best things that God gave me in me 
No. I want to release them so they can become what they're supposed to become, so that they can bless whoever they're supposed to bless. That is the key. Dr. Miles Monroe said, the most wealthiest place in the entire world is the grave. And that's a shame. But you know, there's no victory in the grave, whithersoever thou goest. There's no victory there. He said, the best songs are there. The best books are there. The best actors are there. We're in the grave. Because they never, they never seize the opportunity to release what was lying dormant on the inside of themselves. Discover the power and the potential of your seed. Discover it. And somehow, by God's wise providence, by God's anointing, may that seed that's in you be planted, rendered useless, take root, and bring forth in bud, and be a blessing to a multitude of people. I declare fruitfulness over your life. I declare increase, multiplication, and peace, which I'll be talking about tonight in service, and peace over your life. Because that's one of the things that I believe is being interrupted in so many people's lives is peace right now. Things are chaotic, and it's like they're getting chaotic by the day. Lawlessness has been unleashed on the streets. But I'm telling you, the scripture says where sin abound, grace did much more abound. May God give us all traveling grace and mercy as we travel to our destination today. May no sickness, harm, or danger come near your dwelling place. May your vehicles function like they have been created to function to get you to your destination back home safely. Have you traveling? If you're traveling through the airways, you're traveling on trains, automobiles, we declare they will function as they've been created to function to get you back to your destination safely in the name of Jesus. May God give you an opportunity today to release the seed that's laying dormant in you. May you have that opportunity because you prepared yourself and we declare success in every area of your life. Psalms 118 verse 24 declares, This is the day that the Lord has made. In it we shall rejoice and be glad in this brand new day. It's a brand new you. Therefore, it's brand new opportunities and brand new possibilities. I love it. Make this confession of faith with me this morning. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous. I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. I am more than a conqueror, and I am a world overcomer. You are more than a conqueror, and you are a world overcomer. Let's go out and conquer the world with our faith today. In Jesus' name. I pray you've been blessed. This is Sister Tracy George, Apostle Amos Benefield, and Bishop. We are signing off for this morning. May you have a great day in the Lord. Let us open the line. God bless.